Hi there, it's Coach Ashley, and I want to welcome you to the Power to Be Well series. This is something like a podcast, but really it's just a live stream conversation. Um, I think it's incredibly powerful, especially right now, to hear other people's story and how they overcome adversity. So my goal with this series is to create a space where I can talk to wellness professionals about how they're navigating these new changes as well as taking care of themselves and practicing self-care and all those things. So um, today, my first guest will be Jessica Holt um, from Retrain Your Lifestyle. She's absolutely amazing. Um, She has a bachelor's of science degree in health and fitness management, and I just absolutely love chatting with her. So we're going to have her come in and share her story today. All right, waiting for Jessica to join. Here we go. (laughs) Yes, we did it. We made it. (laughs) Yes, I'm here. I just got on toward the end of your introduction, so I didn't really hear much. Well, I was just saying that you were awesome, and I love chatting with you. I think from the very beginning, I've always tried to express how inspired I am by how focused you are on growing your business and helping people, so I'm super excited to have this chat with you. Nice. Well, good. I'm excited to talk to you, too. So I'm trying this out. This is the first chat, but I think the segment should start with what I'm calling the first rep. And in mm-hmm. the first breath, um, I just want you to introduce who you are, your background, what you do. Okay. So I'm Jessica. I currently um, am based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, my business consists of personal training and wellness solutions. I also have a um, apparel brand. You can't really see it, but um, I run an apparel brand as well. Um, and so I basically kind of merged the two. Um, I really, truly believe in um, active wear and feeling good and just really creating positive messaging. Um, So I got my start maybe about 12 years ago. Um, As you mentioned, I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science. Um, I've recently pursued gerontology to kind of add on to that um, because I am in the senior wellness world as well. Um, So I've been training, um, I've trained for gyms, I've done corporate wellness solutions, um, I've trained a little bit for myself, and now currently um, I work as wellness director full-time. Awesome! Awesome, How has it been, I guess, uh, I guess navigating the changes now? A lot of places are um, closed, a lot of gyms are closed, but I saw yesterday you did a social distance Um, So how is it going for you? It's actually been going well. And um, gratefully enough, I've I've been able to kind of still write wellness content and do other things as it relates to pivoting my business. Um, But as far as the group exercise classes, I have been pushed into that realm of like going live, which is which was probably one of my biggest goals for this year. And it's okay. funny how it happened. It, I just kind of got pushed into it. It's like, you have no choice. You're forced to actually, you know, have online presence and, you know, just kind of create your business that way. Mm-hmm. So it's been really good so far as I've had really good experience with that. Um, I'm slowly kind of getting comfortable and just kind of getting in my way. Yeah. Um, so now I'm trying to get all the content that I did live 
um, for a gym to kind of create my own YouTube space okay. to kind of bring those those workouts to life as well. That's awesome. I did see that you were starting to launch your YouTube channel. So um, I guess from the gist of it, you're taking like you recorded those classes and they're going to be mm -hmm. follow along programs on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, so basically the classes that I created is my content. I had to kind of create it from scratch. So I'm recreating it to kind of coincide with the people that are at home and have um, minimal equipment at home and just kind of being creative there to allow them to work out with me while they're at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what has, I guess, what's your perspective on, you know, as soon as COVID hit, I feel like a lot of people started to recognize how important it was to focus on their health and well-being because mm -hmm. before you have work and the kids and you're moving 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 and maybe it was a little easier to kind of neglect your own health mm -hmm. um but what has it been like for you just seeing so many people get into body weight workouts strength training workouts um can you see the industry growth I can definitely see the industry growth. And I think the good thing about the quarantine is that, or the pandemic itself was that it allowed us to slow down in life. And it allowed us to really kind of get back to the foundation of some of those things, like you mentioned, um, that we neglected. Um, and I think that, you know, we're so fast paced. We're always working, you know, people have to care for their kids. You have this and you have that to where you neglect yourself. And so now that, you know, that has kind of been cut out the picture, you have no choice. Yeah. And so we as wellness professionals, it's like, okay, so now we're going to give you the tools to be successful in this. And so I think, you know, the beauty of it, 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 it really has helped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree. I think it's been wonderful because I feel like we're in this pivot where before when you're putting out content, you'll notice this a lot on YouTube it seems like fitness videos are entertainment. They're mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous, you know, and we watch them, but we don't really follow along. Right. <laughs> so, um, I think it's been really cool to see people start their fitness journeys wherever they are. They're mm -hmm. you know, starting their Instagram accounts to follow their weight loss journey or whatever it is. Um, but people are trying to figure it out. And my business has even grown just from more people saying, okay, it's time for me to take it seriously. I have more time on my hand to train. So, right. That's awesome. All right. So big question here. What is wellness for you? Um, wellness for me is a lifestyle. Um, basically a lifestyle in a sense of the whole being, whole person. Um, and I know a lot of people look at wellness to be so much physical, but it's not. It's, it's mental, it's emotional, it's social. And so all of these things kind of create that cohesiveness to kind of be together to make you well. Yeah. So. And how do you practice wellness in your life? Um, most recently, I've been trying to basically take a piece of the puzzle each and every day to kind of incorporate it in my lifestyle and funny enough just me as wellness director and former lifestyle director at a senior living community that was one of the things that we kind of targeted in terms of creating something meaningful in their life every day as it relates to every tier of wellness so it's like from a spiritual standpoint to social to emotional to make sure that they had that incorporated in their lifestyle so for me now, 
I basically try to do the same thing. So I listen to um, a podcast in the mornings. That's usually my intellectual wellness. And sometimes it could be religious based. Sometimes it could be entrepreneur based. Um, sometimes it could be just something funny and entertaining. Um, and then I just try to practice yoga consistently uh, every morning. I haven't been that successful, but I, I'm trying. Yeah. Like, I'm not the mellow out like zen type of person as you can probably see like <laughs> even in my classes I'm more like all right let's go let's go you know yeah. so it's really hard for me to kind of just mellow down mm -hmm. and focus you know yeah. um so I realize that that's like a challenge point for me um and then social wellness I try to you know one day a week get up with my friends and you know have taco Tuesdays or or whatever. So I basically am really mindful of my well-being and incorporating every piece in my own personal life. That's beautiful. I'm happy for you because I know like, you know, even with you saying how challenging yoga is, I think a part of wellness is identifying the things that are challenging. Absolutely. And doing them because we know the benefits. Absolutely. And one thing that I've also tried to do is just like every day do something that I'm afraid or uncomfortable to do. Mm. And that has challenged me like so much. Yeah. You wouldn't what believe was the it. last one, the last kind of challenging, scary thing for you? Um, For me, I guess this week I put in my two week notice on my job because I got a new one. <laughs> So, so um, you know, I, I created uh, good relationships with the residents and, you know, it's been a positive experience overall in my workplace, but really just having to constantly have those tough conversations um, with the residents as to like why I'm leaving and, you know, like it's tough, you know, and they call me or they see me and they're like breaking down crying and I'm like, Ugh. you know, it, 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 it's almost like I want to like, not leave my office so that I can avoid that. But it's just like, Jessica, just face it head on, you know? Yeah. And in that is allowed me to see, you know, how much they do value and appreciate me. Yeah. So. That's beautiful. So I think that's a great segue into um, the next topic that I want to cover with you, which is intuition. So, you know, getting to that decision of leaving your job. Mm -hmm. Like, what was it that really pushed you to do it? Because we think of things over and over. I want to do this. I want to do this. Maybe I should leave my job, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it's the intuition that gives you the confirmation that you're doing the right thing. So right. What, what, what was that process for you? Um, for me, I'm all about just growth and growth opportunities. And if I feel stuck somewhere, no matter how big my impact is, I feel like, you know, it's time. And, you know, something that I've been just praying about is just that my next move is going to, you know, a place that's gonna value me, a place where I can grow and utilize my skills and talents. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, I kind of, like I said, I just kind of knew that it was time. And especially knowing that my company wasn't really forward thinking in terms of okay we're dealing with a pandemic here we're dealing with seniors and you know i have to go to a place where i can thrive and grow in that like not stay stuck so um that was probably one of the key indicators for me um as far as you know trying to pursue a new job role but i truly believe in that gut feeling like if you know you know 
you know <laughs> so as cliche yeah. as that sounds but you know you know when it's time yeah I think um, also how that applies to fitness in a way because uh, I think when you're intuitive about just what you need mm -hmm. right? so if that's like you need a career switch if what you're currently doing is no longer serving you if you need to start working out or increasing mm -hmm. your reps, you know, mm -hmm. or if you need a day for self-recovery. Mm -hmm. So I guess in what other ways can you say intuition leads you to make good decisions about what you need in each moment? Hmm. That's a good question. And I would probably say I'm a little bit stumped, but um, as it applies to um, me and dealing with my clients and things like that, most of the time I will not start the client until they kind of explain to me their thought processes in why or determining their why or why is it that they want to start or what is that gut feeling that gave you that motivation or that push to even pursue reaching out to me yeah um because i think sometimes if you try to push someone prematurely and they haven't really got it in their mind and their spirit to really want to do it it's kind of off or not right you know so um but as you mentioned you know intuition kind of translates to so many different areas of your life and it also kind of seeps into into motivation and, and why you're motivated to do uh, certain things yeah mm -hmm. i think that's awesome well moving into from intuition to purpose mm -hmm. how do you feel you discovered your purpose or do you feel like you found your purpose in fitness um or is it constantly evolving and changing I think that I found my purpose and in one of the ways that I know that no matter how far I try to run from it or go in a different direction, I'm always back where I started, kind of, so to speak. That's and um, it's, inter it's interesting that you mentioned that because just yesterday, um, after teaching my morning class, I was just so like high off of the energy. And I realized in that moment that, you know, everybody left there feeling like empowered. They felt great. They were really accomplished for the day. And it's like early in the morning on a Saturday. You didn't have yeah. to get up, but you did. And just in that moment, I was just thinking, like, I really love for people to feel good and to feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. And that kind of pushes me to write. That kind of pushes me, even in the senior world, to just kind of push those people past their limits, make them feel good about living and life and, and just feeling good overall so yeah. I think that for me that's what lets me know that I'm on purpose and for me to do it easily you know it's not anything that I try to do or put on it's just like me being myself yeah um, and just kind of pushing others so that's awesome I, I kind of feel the same way because during the day like um I have my live stream workouts Monday through Thursday but they're like in the evening at 4 30. So in the beginning of the day, I'm working at the studio doing like email newsletters, social media and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, when I'm sitting in a cubicle working on things, you know, your energy just dips. And Absolutely. then you start that class and I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. like, I love showing up for people. Yeah. Um, but anyways, 
funny uh, thing is though that like sometimes even when you don't feel like it and you actually yes. get there and you get in front of them and you're just like you bring it yeah. you know and that's a that's another kind of key indicator that you know yeah it's, it's for you it's in purpose mm -hmm. so i hear people say a lot of time um you know you see a lot of kind of lost people on their journey. They're like, man, I wish I could figure out what my purpose is. Um, I don't know what my passion is. And I have this theory that purpose and passion comes after you've been doing the work. Okay. And I see your thoughts on this because I don't think I was so passionate about fitness um, to begin with. It was once I started educating myself and working with clients and learning along the way that it was like, now I feel myself showing up and serving others. Mm -hmm. This feels like purpose. Would you yeah. say that process was similar for you? I can agree. Yeah, it's not until you actually do the work and, you know, like I said, have that experience to where you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. It's coming full circle for me. Yeah. Otherwise, that's going to be something that you've kind of like neglected just even for me in writing you know it wasn't until I actually started to write that I'm like okay people are seeing this and it and it's it's making an impact but before then it was like well yeah I don't have a passion for this like I don't right you know so it, it, it you're right I, I truly believe that yeah I think that's so cool too I forgot we were writing buddies as well Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think it's so cool when people, I guess, understand your tone, right? Mm -hmm. and understand your message. I think that's one of the coolest things about Instagram is sometimes I just pull things from my journal and I write them out and then someone says, wow, this really hit home with me or, mm -hmm. you know, thanks for this information. Uh, how do you, I guess, how do you respond to people receiving your message? What does that do? Um, one thing I've learned is that people, they really value transparency. And the more you're transparent about your messaging, um, they can, it kind of resonates with them. Um, for instance, one, maybe about two years ago, I posted this image of me. Uh, I said that I fell off the wagon and, you know, I haven't been working out as much as I normally do, but people look at you and they see you like, oh yes, she loves it. She loves to work out. But I too have those days where I struggle and I don't feel like working out. Oh, or I too, too have those days where I'm, you know, I want to eat pizza, drink wine. I just want to chill, you know, and it's like, I'm human. Yeah. So just to allow other people to see that and understand, it's like, it's a beautiful thing and they respect and admire that more about you. Yeah, for sure. I think um, as a good segue from there, uh, how what does active recovery or self-care look like for you? For me, um, I've actually, up until the pandemic, I would go um, twice a month to sport therapy. And that consists of massage, cupping, or just anything that my body needed, you know, for recovery. Um, sometimes cryo. Um, so I wholeheartedly believed in taking care of myself because like they say, you can't pour from an empty cup. So as far as like recovering um, from a physical standpoint, that was something that I did. Um, from a mental standpoint, like now, like days like Sundays is kind of like my rest day. I just may like go to the park and just chill, mm -hmm. sometimes journal, maybe write out my goals for the week. Um, 
So recovery overall is just like hitting the off button. Just nothing that is in my... I think someone called me, but... Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, um, but recovery is just basically hitting the, the pause or the snooze button and just taking some time for me and only me. I'm not even thinking about writing. I'm not thinking about working out. I'm not thinking about my clients, you know, so. Is that easy for you or is it a struggle? Because I have a really hard time just like, even if I set aside a day and I'm like, you know, today I'm just going to journal. I'm going to spend time outside and do yoga. Like mm -hmm. that, that's my plan. But there's so many times my mind is like, oh, I should like edit this video. I should write something, you know. Mm -hmm. I think over time, because yeah. you're like fresh at it and you feel like, well, not really fresh, but you get, you're like early in your I'm journey. In you're, yeah, you're early in your journey. Um, that used to happen, but now like not so much. Okay. Um, I'm really gotten to that point of just clarity where I'm like, okay, I have to organize or otherwise you are gonna be just kind of scattered and I need to do this and I need to do that. Just a lot of the time. So let's say on Monday mornings, you'll get back focused on whatever your client's needs are. Yeah. And then just kind of schedule those things out. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. good. That's good. That's great advice. <laughs> yeah, so so take heed. But I know it's going to be easier said than done for you. Because like you said, you're you're in the, the beginning of the hustle. And you yeah. just feel like it's so much that you need to do. Well, you know, also I was talking to another one of my good friends about this. But um, I think my pace is go 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 mm -hmm. like i i don't actually remember a time in my life where i didn't have two jobs or i would mm -hmm. have like a job and going to school so mm -hmm. you get like into this rhythm of moving at this really fast pace um, yeah. life and right now you know uh, we bought the rv we've been living in it full time we spend most of our time in the forest um trying to relax and I think uh, it's it's something that I'm shifting into to recognize mm -hmm. that I can move with ease, but it's, uh, right. it's really challenging. It, it is. And um, yeah. for me, the wake up call has been, I spent a week and a half of, of quarantine because I had gotten exposed like early on to yeah. um, COVID. And in that time, it was like, I started to think back of some of the things that I had done and accomplished and totally forgot about because it's usually like we don't have the opportunity to celebrate those wins or like, you know, pause in those moments. And we forgot that we even accomplished that. And I think that that is such a bad thing. So for me now, it's like when something happens, you know, soak in it for a while, just kind of just take it all in because sometimes we forget like you said you're so fast paced and you're go 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 and that's yeah. not always a good thing yeah yeah that's so true you know like for for somebody the goal may be to you know get their personal training certification i know i fear to fit is in here and she's working towards that and so you know you get that certification and then you're already in the hustle of building the business mm -hmm. and, you know, you forget how big of a win it was. Right. For you, to get mm -hmm. you know, and I think that is worth stopping, slowing down and celebrating. So mm -hmm. that's powerful. Yeah. Well, 
that leads us it's so crazy this conversation's flowing from one to the next but into goal setting mm-hmm. right so when did you decide that you were going to start your own business mm-hmm. I decided that I was going to start my own business um, when I was working for a gym. And I think at that point I was making about $15 an hour. And coming out of school, I thought that, yes, $15 an hour is really, really great. And then there were some times where I wasn't working. My clients would be like, well, yeah, I want to see you outside of here or i would like start to develop those relationships to where they didn't want to actually see me in the gym just outside so i'm like i could probably do this on my own and then just the conditions of a work environment and working for a gym you're selling memberships and you're doing that and it's like if i can push this for somebody else i can do it for myself so it was kind of like that light bulb moment where i just kind of like all right i'm gonna try it and then i started to like meet up with people in local parks you know, very minimal equipment at the time. And then sometimes I would go to Roths or Marshalls and find some resistance bands or some weights and a jump rope. And that was all I had. And then I just kind of went from there and I, and I never stopped. So part-time, even though I've always held down a full-time job, I have always trained clients um, part-time. Yeah. What, part of the process of building a business do you think people overthink the most? Because I think that we have, we don't try to, but we have kind of placed ourselves in positions where people come to us with Mm -hmm. their business ideas or what they want to do in life. And a lot of times we don't see them follow through with it. Mm -hmm. Um, what, What do you think holds them back the most? I think what holds them back the most is just the intimidation of I'm not ready or I don't have what this person have or, you know, especially in the training world, it's like, oh, I don't have a box gym yet, so I can't start training, you know, or I don't have enough clients and I can't start. I think also, too, a lot of people overthink like the foundational business aspect of like a business plan or having it all planned out. And in reality, it never goes that way. It never kind of goes, you know, bullet by bullet of how you set up and organize this business. It's almost like you said, you know, just start in it, start doing the work, and then you start to organize your business, you know, from there. Because for me, like I started out with like this paper receipt book from the dollar store. Yeah. You know, (laughs) but then it was like, I have to start getting into like some invoicing software. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people feel like, oh, I have to have all this set up first before I start my business. And it's like, no, you don't. Right. So um, I think they just, they overthink the whole business side of it and not so much like the skill set and working in the environment. I think it's also a huge mindset shift. I remember when we started um, our first business out here, it was switching from clock in and get paid, mm-hmm. to spending an enormous amount of time to get one client. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, also that mindset mindset shift of what to celebrate. You know, what mm-hmm. can be done today. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I feel like the, the, the thing that I think holds them back the most is that comparison. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think you, especially like looking on Instagram and you see people in your field and they have this many subscribers. And what I had to mm-hmm. tell myself really early is <laughs> those people with like 14,000 subscribers, some of them ain't making no money right. from their Instagram. I always followers. try to stress that. <laughs> like it doesn't translate into money. It really doesn't. No. Yeah, so that's huge. Anything else you'd like to add about, I guess, the process of being a female business owner in the fitness industry? Um, for me, just knowing that you are there for a reason and you belong in that space, because sometimes it can be um, a little bit intimidating, you know, because it's a male dominated industry, whether you want to admit it or not. <laughs> um, you know, people look at it as like, oh, well, you know, male trainers are better, you know? And sometimes for a female that can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just knowing that you you belong there, you have a seat at the table, you know, the opportunity is, is out there for everybody. And really everybody can eat for whatever reason in the right. training world, we feel like, oh my God, we can't, like I can't give Ashley clients or she can't, you know, I got to have more and I got to, but it's like, it's so many people in this world yeah. that needs you and your presence that you don't have to kind of like jump over the next person's head, yes. you know? And it's like, even sometimes if you go to a park on Saturdays, right, you see like a training group over here, a training group over there tra- and that's okay. Everybody can eat, you know, but we have this thing where we want to be so territorial about people are you upset because this person went to another trainer and it's like it doesn't have to be that messy right you know the world needs you you're here for a reason you know you were able to get certified and get all the education and the tools that you needed to be here somebody needs you yeah so that was beautiful just that's really why I wanted to sit down and have this conversation with you because, and you know, like I did some planning, but I just know that talking to you gives people value because you are not the type of person that's going to um, judge another person for wherever they are on their journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's your life. That's the beauty that you share with the world is um, you just, you're really open and positive person. And I appreciate this conversation. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I try to be, you know, like from day one, you know, I always try to be just transparent and help the next person. I have to be who I needed, you know, yeah. and that's really important to me. So yeah. that's kind of what drives me to just kind of reach back and help the next person. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, let let everyone know where they can find you, your website, your Instagram. Okay, because I have so many, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually my business page at Retrain Your Lifestyle. Um, my apparel page to where you can purchase dad caps and t-shirts is at Retrain Apparel. And my website is retrainyourlifestyle.com. So everything is like retrain, okay? So just don't forget that. Retrain is like the mantra and it goes across everything, okay? So you can reach me at retrain. Um, My personal account is just kicking it though. So that's a little different. Um, But other than that, yeah, you can reach out to me here or either platform is great. 
Awesome. Well, thank yes. you for being my first guest on Power to Be Well. I want to do this some more. Okay, cool. I had a good time and it was great talking to you as always. I know sometimes we pick up the phone and we're like talking for hours, just bouncing yeah. ideas and like, oh, do you experience that too? And so I think other people kind of need, you know, some of the things that we speak about. Yeah. So it's I good. I think that's the goal too because I feel like we have these conversations and it does need to be shared. You know, mm -hmm. it's like we can go on and on and on and hype each yeah. other up. But it's okay to be other people's hype person, too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm, like, so proud of you, Ashley, because let me tell you, every time, you don't know this, but you always tend to, like, push me in a different realm, right? A different Aww. space. Even from when it was like, okay, so we're going to, like, go shoot these photos, and I want you to go do that. <laughs> and then it, like, bloomed into something else for me, obviously. Yeah. And just even now, just sitting down having conversations. And I just remember like your journey kind of step by step of some things that you were kind of engulfed in. And you're like, okay, you're like the just do it behind my brain. You know, I'm just like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But you're like the one that like executes it, you know? So it's like, all right, so if Ashley says it, it's gonna happen. Just like this conversation all in a week's time, you're like, okay. Me, I would have like talked about it and like try to plan it out. Okay, <laughs> you're like, no, you're getting on. This, this it's gonna happen like this Sunday. So, Aww. you know, hats off to you too. Thank you. I, I worked through a lot of fear as well. You know, I think every time I throw an idea out there, the first thing that happens is fear first. Yeah. And I've been trying to repeat to myself like, fear, you're always gonna be here. Elizabeth Gilbert has a quote like this, but it's like, fear, you can hop in the car. You can ride, me and creativity are going on a road trip, but you cannot drive, you cannot mm -hmm. touch the radio, you know? <laughs> yeah. Texting you and like, hey, can we do this? Um, and just being a little fearful of live streaming, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time seeing, you know, just pushing towards it. Right. Anyway, so I appreciate you as well. And I hope okay. you have a beautiful Sunday. You too. <laughs> so you've already helped me reach one of my goals for the day is like do something that you fear or make you uncomfortable. So I'm already like okay. <laughs> halfway through it. So that's good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll chat with you later. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. -bye. Thank all of you for watching the first conversation of Power To Be Well. We look forward to seeing you in many, many more conversations. If you'd like to add in on the conversation, send me an email, info at rolldogfitness.com. Um, if you'd like to be featured on the show, I look forward to seeing you next time. Be well.